This is the Voice of the Land podcast with your hosts, Kevin Arnold and Nick Paulus. Well, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Unlike last week where we were riding the highest of highs... Browns on their first four-game win streak, 4-1 four for the first time since 1994. Boy, the bottom dropped out today, didn't it, boys? Out there in good old... I'm not even going to say the city name because as much as they earned that victory today, I still don't like them, I'm never going to like them, and I'm never going to give them the credit that they are due as a fan. Yes, they are a good team. I will give them the respect as an actual broadcaster, but as a fan, you will not hear me give that team to the East any credit at all and give them any semblance of credit at all. Wow, I feel like a punch to the gut here this evening. I don't I don't know. It... Hopefully we get things rolling, but we are here for the voice of the land here on big play and we are ready to have as much fun as we can. We got to get the particulars out of the way of talking about this Browns team after today's loss. Of course, they do still sit at four and two, but we kind of posted it out there and we're going to talk about the main question today. Are they still the same old Browns or is there something still different about this team and and what kind of path are they truly on this season? We will really look into the looking glass here this evening for that. But this is The Voice of Land. I am one of your hosts, Kevin Arnold, alongside me, as always, across the table and socially distant while we are in the same studio. We are socially distant. want everybody to know that. I didn't clarify that last week, our first time on Big play, but uh, my brother Nick Paulus and our producer extraordinaire behind the proverbial glass, Peter Tellup. We are partnered with Web Streaming Studio by LPV Productions. You can always find the podcast if you can't catch us live at 7 p.m. on Big Play Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and at VTL Pod on Twitter, live on there. You can always catch the Restream in all those locations, as well as on Google, Spotify, and Apple. The audio was always posted for in podcast form throughout the week and get that posted as quickly as we can once the live show does end each time. We are sponsored this season by DP Construction LLC. Uh, reach out to them for all your concrete construction needs. Big Browns fans, I'm sure they're feeling it today, but they will help you. If you got some concrete issues around the house, get, at least get some stresses off your plate. DP Construction LLC will definitely do that for you. Reach out to them at 330-217-4999. That is 330-217-4999. Or you can reach out to Tyler LaFrada and Uncle Steve, and they will get you all hooked up and get you hooked up through Facebook with a quote as well. You can always find Paulus on Twitter and have conversations with him, the gift master, as we try to That's right. We, yeah. We, we try to coin him here, and he's got his bang energy energy drink to try to get through this maybe mess or whatever this whatever this we'll, show we'll is gonna be into. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But he's got sure. he's he's getting that plug in for bang energy drink trying Absolutely. to get the, trying to get their sponsorship um, <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, you can always reach out to him on twitter at cle underscore paulus reach out to lpv productions on twitter facebook and uh instagram all of the social media sites myself on twitter 
at Kevin and Seven because somehow, some way, you know I always come through in the clutch when it matters most. And of course, at VTL underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram for the show at Voice of the Land on Facebook. And we do have a YouTube page at Voice of the Land podcast as well. Getting all the particulars out of the way to start. Let's just jump right in, fellas. Boy, what a beatdown that was. I know we're going to get into a bunch of stats, but I think the big stat that matters, 76-13 to 13 in the two losses to your rivals, the ones that if you really want to compete in the AFC North and the Baltimore Ravens and... As a broadcaster, I will say this time the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> losing to them 38 to 6 in the first game, 38 to 7 today, and making a ton of mistakes. Nobody really immune to any of the criticism today. Paulus, where are you at right now? <laughs> Cheerful. Woo! We're four and two. We are four and two. Now I was going. To, I was going to say, was that sarcasm coming yeah. across the it, table? It, it, I want to put it out there like this, okay, for for everyone. Yeah. I, I could come on here and be like what Tony Rizzo says, you know, old sad bastard out here. I, I mean, we could totally pull that mm-hmm. card. You know, we we shouldn't at this point in time. Did we get beat down? Yeah. Did they just toss this out of the you know contender club? Yeah, they did because we are not contenders. I, I'm throwing that out there. It sucks to hear that. It. it in reality check, folks, right, reality, off the, right off the top of the show. Reality check, it pisses me off more than anything else in this world because I wanted them to crush the Steelers. You and I talked about it last week. I wanted Miles to annihilate Big Ben. I didn't want Big Ben to have a great game. I didn't want him to do anything. I didn't want him getting out of the first quarter. And we don't want anyone to get hurt. I I understand that. Yeah, we're not pulling on Jeff Schwartz I'm, thing going I'm not on here. Pulling, I'm not pulling that sort of stuff. But I am saying, like, in like a, in a game mentality sort of thing, I didn't want Ben to do a damn thing. And honestly, he didn't. He really didn't do a whole lot today. He's not the one that crushed us. What crushed us was turnovers and penalties and just stupid things that you can fix. Okay. Baker, third play of the game, throwing into 11 I coverage. I, I mean, I it literally, who, who, why was he throwing that ball? It was, it, it's one of those plays that it, it just pisses me off more than anything else in the world. The once, the, drop back one read and and just throw it because that's the only play that you had marked up for that. Mm. Steelers saw it. Obviously Minka picks it off, runs it in. We're what three. Well, they went on an 11 play drive and got the, got the, uh, the field goal. Mm. Then we go three plays. So in 14 plays, we're already down 10, nothing. And, and you're behind the eight ball after that. I feel like the game was over by that point. It absolutely was. That sucks to say, but that's kind of where the same old Browns conversation and, comes from. Well, and, and we're talking about this because we're like, a lot of things are going to come up about Baker's confidence. Now, I was cutting up a lot of sound for uh, ESPN Cleveland and, and their post-game interviews uh, for them. And Jarvis, they asked him, do you have any issues with like Baker and his confidence or, or anything like that? Is he lacking confidence after this? And they said, absolutely not. Baker is a confident dude. And he's going to be his own confident self and that and i that reassures me and makes me happy because a a sad baker and 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 a broken baker we saw that all last year we're four and two i want to get back to that we are four and two had i told you at the beginning of the year kevin this browns team is going to struggle in the first game 
kind of saw that coming. But then they're going to go on a run, and they're going to win four straight games. But then you lose to the Steelers, okay? I'm not going to tell you heartbreaking or not, but you're four and two after six games. Would you have taken that? No. You wouldn't have taken... Because... I I don't believe you. And and I'm just throwing that out there. I think any Browns fan out there... You can... uh, Honestly, you can try to place any sort of, you know, that you don't believe me or anything like that on this. I hate... I absolutely disdain everything I see on Twitter of, oh, well, the Browns are 4-2, and two. everything's okay, like, yeah. you know, just take a deep breath. It's not good enough. We said from the beginning of all of this that no matter what they said, it wasn't going to matter until they did it on the field. We aren't just here to just make the playoffs because there's an extra team there and get blown out in the first game of the playoffs. That's not what this is. That's not what the standard should be. Just because how bad this organization has been since 1999 and even before that point. Hold on. Hold on. Because I am going on a rant right now. And this is absolutely ridiculous that people, yeah, we're four and two, so you're still in a good spot. But you have lost... Big time to your two arch rivals in the north. So you have right now you have a very, very slim chance. You have to win at home against the Ravens. You have to win at home against the Steelers. Next week is a must win against the Bengals because you can't go one and one against them to think you're going to do anything in the AFC North. If you want to prove that you're just not you're just not average or right along the medial line of going to the playoffs and getting your ass blown out I'm you know sorry to be so blunt sure but to get your butts beat like they have in these two games you have to go on the road and be able to beat these teams to have legitimacy in the AFC North so four and two is all well and good and we can you know throw balloons and confetti that you know at least I'm not not saying that 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 we should be thrilled that we got our asses handed to so no one should be thrilled after this game no one should be the silver lining is that you're four and two and you can turn things around next week and before you get into the bye I think they have what, what two or three more weeks before a couple more the weeks. Bye week. What yeah. is it? November eighth is the bye week. Believe so. Yeah. So yes, yes so, it is. So you have two more games: Bengals, Raiders, uh, bang, at the Bengals, home against the Raiders. So you can find your way into six and two going into that bye week. That's everyone that's, would take that. That's all well and good, but you still have two losses to AFC North opponents who you know have been at the cream of the crop, and if you want to. Get yourself into that conversation and compete. This isn't just about get yourself into the playoffs and have that extra little door, that little extra crack in the door open that the NFL has now provided to the rest of these teams that have been mediocre for a long time or crap for a long time and trying to get good. It's not good enough to just squeak into a seven seed and get your that. doors blown off. It is up to this team to make the corrections quickly and tr- go through the rest of the season and prove to us that they can actually compete. That being above 500 means you can compete in the playoffs, not just squeak your Do way in. Do you honestly, reality check time. Okay. I just gave everybody else a reality check right now. And I'm glad that you did because I'm going to ask you this question. I want your honest answer. Yeah. Is this a Super Bowl caliber team? No. Then what are we talking about? If you are four and two, we are a playoff contending team. Is that fair to say? 
Barely. Barely. Because there's that seven spot, that's the only reason why. A team, I don't believe that's the only reason why. If you look at this schedule, they and need you to look go out there the and prove it. I 100% agree with you. That so they you're, need giving, to, you're giving them I, solace. I'm for, not, I'm not you're saying. You're trying to leave the door open for any sort of. Like, I'm posi- saying. There is no positivity after this game. I, I, I agree none. that if you look at it from this game, you could go sad bastard the entire week. It's not it, sad bastard. It, it's requiring and it is, holding them to a different standard than we have in the past. Yeah, and 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 you know Don't what? I sad. am. I I am holding them to a different standard because they are four and two. But I understand that the better team won today. That doesn't mean that they can't be the better team next time. Next time it's going to be at home. But you got to go time into their Baltimore, place. I, you I have agree. to go into their place and they're win. They're not ready yet, Kevin. They're not ready yet then that's not good enough it has to be good enough for right now because it's what the cards it's that we not. were dealt it's next not. time that we face pittsburgh we're gonna have nick chubb i think it's a little bit different and they just lost devin bush today probably the biggest part of their defense to a torn acl it didn't look like it on the field i'm telling you right now they are going to have to redo that entire defense around that because devin bush means that much to them now i'm not saying that I wish poorly upon anybody or anything like that, but we are going to have Nick Chubb next time. It's a fact. And this team rolls differently whenever you have Nick Chubb behind that offensive line. And the offensive line did not perform well. They didn't do that in Baltimore. It looks exactly the same. That was the... It was the first game of the year, and we knew going into it that we were going to get shell-shocked. You and I talked about that before. If, if everyone wants to go back and check out uh, you know, Voice of the Land on YouTube, go back and watch episode two, <laughs> you know, season I four. Know. I guarantee I've you, lost you, sense of days you will say, I agree, but you will go and see that we talked about it. They were going to get shellacked. Like we were excited. Brown season starts up. Here we go. Probably going to lose to the Ravens because the Ravens are a better team. The Steelers are a better team. That doesn't mean that we should be sad bastard for, for the entire week. Bastard. I'm looking, you're, you're painting I'm a look, picture on me that is and, not and, what I'm saying. And, and I'm not trying to say that, that you're, that you're sad bastard or, or anything like that. But what, that's what, what is being painted uh, if someone, sa- if someone goes say, against Kevin. the fact that 4-2 and two is not good enough because teams like the Ravens and the Steelers, in the rest of the AFC, the Ravens and the Steelers in your own division don't still don't take you seriously. So the rest of those teams, shouldn't. Kansas like, City, those honest. types of things are not going to take you seriously if and you're I going to get you, your doors blown if off. If I told you a year ago... If you're uh, not competing for a Super Bowl, if you're it, not good enough to compete for a Super Bowl... Then, then they should just give up, right? Just you know what Browns, you're good. It looks we're, like they we're, gave up today. I don't want to see got, them give up like they did against the Ravens in the season. They got their saying. doors blown off That's by what a I'm better saying. team. You need to find you can a get better no. down the road. As of we right keep now, saying that, and then they get I, into a big game and they they and they crap the bed. the bed. What did they do last week against the Colts? They beat a resilient Colts team. We were just thrilled that we beat the number one defense last week. Now the number one defense statistically overall is Pittsburgh this week, and we got blown out by them. Okay. That being said, 
it sucks. That sucks. Especially whenever we lose to Big Brother. And that's what they are right now. Both them and the Ravens are Big Brother. Cincinnati, you will always be little brother throwing that out there. well watch out because they and and, and they, they lost today again because they choked it away against the colts a team that we just beat now i'm not saying oh you beat this team and then that team uh, and then there we go like that no i'm not saying that but i truly believe we are going to blow the doors off of the Bengals, and i truly believe that we're a better team than the oakland raiders so if you do go six and two Ergo facto, you are looking pretty good to get that playoff spot, and you still have a lot of opponents that are very winnable. That being said, we know that this team was not a contender for the Super Bowl, but if this team can beat sixty to seventy percent of the uh, of the other NFL teams, there's about twelve teams, okay, ten to twelve teams that are probably hands down better prepared or or just better overall than the Browns. Okay, that's just a fact. And that's where we're at right now, especially because Kevin Stefanski, it's his first year on the job. I think you, you and I both agree. Stefanski has done a phenomenal job overall so far. Correct. Decent job. Uh, decent. I, I'll take that. I'll decent take, job. I'll take that. I think he's done a, a fantastic job. Okay. That all getting into this shows me that we are not prepared to play with the big boys as of yet. It, it, it's just shown itself on the field. You know, it's unfortunate. It's 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 just one of those things where I just it hurts me to say that because I thought that this team could go a little bit farther. Okay, not Super Bowl, but maybe win a playoff game. This team looks like a playoff seeded team, a six or a seven right now. A seven at best. It, Someone that's going to get their doors blown off and it's going to feel it's pointless. A playoff and, team, and though. even at six and, and two, and the I, season feels empty. Going into those two places and laying. Tell an me, tell me, whenever if, we if we make the playoffs this year, you tell me. We'll look back on this conversation, and I guarantee you, you're going to have a different thought process. I'm you're, not. You're, you're you're going to look at this and go, man, we got an extra game. Like, like anything can happen, and anything can happen once you get to the playoffs. And at that point in time, who knows? Maybe something will break our way. There's a lot of times in the playoffs, people go on runs. That's Major League Baseball playoffs, right? It, and it, it, more so anything can it, happen, especially if you got I the pitching. Under, you don't have to have the lineup. Uh, we all know how that every, all went for us every here, too. number one seed makes the playoffs and, and, and wins everything. Okay? Kansas City no. was not the number one seed last year, yet they ended up winning the Super Bowl. No. Oh, but Steelers, a gap between number two or number three that this, does go on to win it I and number seven and is too big. We're not at that point yet, is what I'm saying. Next year, maybe. But you got to build on this sort of success. We were talking about going to the playoffs last year, okay? We expected playoffs going into last year, coming off of seven, eight, and one. And that's what we should have been. We should have been a playoff team. Yep. But instead, we had Freddie Kitchens and everything blew up in our face. We had, you know, bumbling Freddie Kitchens is what we like to call them around here and it blew up in our face and that is it, it was a wasted year that's exactly what it is this year that we're doing right now is what last year should have been and then that meant that this year should have been you know ascending upwards and i think if you have kevin stefanski for two years you're looking a lot better 
I, that's just me. Like, I, I didn't think that we were a contending Super Bowl team, which is what the Steelers really are, what the Ravens are, what the Chiefs are. I understand that they are in our conference, and that sucks for us right now. The fact that we are going to have to go up against Lamar Jackson, and, and it, I know they suck right now, but Joe Burrow looks legit, and he is a legit quarterback. And we got to go up against Lamar and Joe Burrow for the next 15 years. That sucks. Because I don't have the confidence in Baker. If we want to talk about Baker love meter, we can talk about that. But I, I just don't feel confident. I, I want to know. I, I understand that we shouldn't be thrilled about today. I, and coming out saying like, oh, yeah, I'm happy. We're four and two. The way that I'm trying to look at this, Kevin, is that it, I, it sucks today. Thir getting your doors beat off yeah. 38 to seven sucks. Yeah. But there is a silver lining that we are four and two and we have two winnable games before we hit the bye week. And then we can reset, get a couple of people back. Hopefully Nick Chubb's uh, Nick Chubb comes back. Uh, maybe not within the next two weeks, but we get a couple more people and then maybe be able to make that eventual playoff push that we should have done last year. But hopefully it's this year. And yet you are still a team that it's not even playoff contention that this team is on the verge of. It's trying to squeak in and then again, get your doors blown off. Like that's how far away this team still is. And people need to open their eyes to how far away this team still is. And you may not even have your quarterback right now. We'll get into the love meter here in a second. Sure. But you may not even have your quarterback of the future, your franchise quarterback. You may not even have that right now. We went from four weeks of feeling good, having victory Mondays, to back to one week in basically in 14 plays, back to feeling like, uh-oh, we may not have the guy. Possibly same old Browns. Agreed. And that is, that's not what this should be about. Yes, you want to see progress. I don't want to go into Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Yeah, they, they're more seasoned. They're the better team. That makes all the sense in the world. But to have your doors blown off and they're basically being able to take their foot off the gas, they're taking the foot off the gas for you. They did. And you can't even have... 25% of what Dallas did when the Browns took their foot off the gas pedal down in Jerry's world because the gap is so much wider. You need to go into these places. It's not necessarily that, yeah, it sucks either way to lose. Losing sucks. I'm oh, one of the most sucks. I'm yeah. one of the most competitive people going. And people can tell you from my past that it, it, I don't really react to losing well at all. Yeah. It sucks. But it sucks even more when you're trying to dig in and see the reality of the situation, see progress, and you don't see it when it matters most. Again, once the conversation starts to switch in the Browns' favor, whether locally, nationally, whatever, and you get the A show, and for my wrestling fans out there, my fellow wrestling fans, you'll get that reference, but you get the A show. You get Jim Nance, Tony Romo. Yes, it's still 1 o'clock, sure. but... Everybody, it, most of the country is getting that game if they don't have a regional game at that time because it's 
Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Way better than Joe Buck and <laughs> Troy Aikman on Fox. Anything is better than Joe Buck, honestly. I I I, I understand. I understand no, Joe no, Buck. No, 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 on this uh, for football on Sundays. And every single time we seem to get the A show to cover us because we have kind of inched our way to that level of, you know, relevancy, we crap the bed. We can't find a way to do that. So if you beat a, a team that you're supposed to beat next week in Cincinnati and go to five and two like you're supposed to, good. You did what you were supposed to do. You go and you beat Oakland, who is kind of teetering in the same kind of realm that you are right now. You go and beat them. Well, that's that's a team that's looking at possibly playoffs early on in this season, too. So that's some credibility coming to your record. But as you build, you need to show that there is some sense within the organization that you are ready when the spotlight shines brightest, that your team is ready. And at the most marquee and most important position in all of all of sports, you may not be able to shine that spotlight on this team still. The question marks are still there. I understand everything that Freddie Kitchens did to Baker last year. And yes, Freddie Kitchens was bumbling and stumbling and, you know, in the wrong way, unlike what Chris Berman would say, scoring a touchdown. Freddie was bumbling and stumbling, but you have to, as a quarterback, if you're going to take it, take your game to that next step to that next level you have to be able to yes make mistakes weed out those mistakes push past them and still have success he's hurt i get it this is a no excuse team kevin stefanski said that so if they're going to say it they damn sure better be about it so we're not giving him any excuses either peter where are you at with this browns team 24 minutes into this where are you at <laughs> well I have to say I am happy that they're four and two. Don't yell at me. Uh, but I thought they looked just pathetic today. I really, I was hoping, and I didn't. I honestly didn't think we were going to go in there and win. No, because but looked like that. But but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think we were going to look like that. And the fact that you know that pick six. I mean it. It happens. You know it happens to the best of them. Yep. But. That just really seemed to just deflate the team. And they, you know, I didn't think there were a lot of uh, bright spots there. And I, I was looking, I was trying to find the stat on like how many pass plays versus run plays. I saw there were 22 carries. Yep. The Browns had 22 run plays. And so. Total of 54. Um, 54 plays on offense, and it was 28 passes to uh, 22 rush attempts, Oof. which is to be expected because yeah. th- they were so far behind, you had yeah, to pass. You had to pass, but th- they they didn't establish any running game, and by the time, I, I don't know, it just it seemed like they just never got anything going. And the one bright spot was Miles Garrett. I think 
you know, he he got in there. I I, I do like seeing Roethlisberger get sick. I I love it as well, but it, he was not. I mean, he was invisible to me, honestly. Like, how much do you remember Miles Garrett making that sack? Not much. Like, like, <laughs> that's, that's like the one thing I remember. Like, and 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 that's the point. It, you got anything else there, Peter? I didn't want to cut you off. No, no, no. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm 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 happy that they're four and two, but joking. You know, they're. Uh, you know, I I yeah. expect I expected a lot more today than what I saw, and that's fair. A hundred percent, that is fair. They should you should have expected more, but were you expecting a win going into this, knowing Baker was beat up? I'm I'm asking you, Kevin, and everyone out there, ask yourself, reality check yourself. Did you truly expect to go into Heinz Field, a place you haven't won in 16 years? Baker does extremely well, or even mediocre, okay, with a banged up, bruised ribs going up against, once again, Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, Bud Dupree, at that point in time, Devin Bush, Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden, a lot of stars on that defense, the number one ranked defense, a place that we've been ghosted for the last 16 years. We haven't won there since Tim Couch. Our number one overall pick back in 1999. Did you truly expect Baker to go in there and win? Because to me, it sounds like, and, and I don't need talk about it. To me, it sounds like you were, it, it was win or lose. It was, it was win or nothing for you today. Is, is that kind of how you saw it? Yeah, they should have gone in there and built momentum that they've built the last four games and gone in there and played a hundred miles better than they did today. And they crapped the bed once again. And that is unacceptable. I expected them to go in and play well enough to have an opportunity to win. Sure. And the conversation maybe be Baker is he's looking like the guy because he won the game for him in the fourth quarter. He was able to make throws in the fourth quarter. Or having the conversation or asking the question, is he the guy because they lost 31-27, he wasn't able to lead them on that last drive. He, he made the costly mistake to cost them their last drive. That's the kind of game I thought we were going to see. Not something where probably should have been 50 or so to nothing and Steelers just kind of you know just kind of lulled you to sleep and just you know went back to as Ben Roethlisberger said old Bill Cowher era just bell cow backs in the backfield with James Conner and Benny Snell and just running it down your throat and getting those first downs when they needed them chunk by chunk piece by piece are are the Cleveland Browns a better team than the Steelers they should be getting, are they a better team clearly not after today, clearly not. Are they we thought that they were a lot closer bef going into this day than when we left it. Are they a better team than the Ravens? They should be closer than they are. They're um, not. Uh, they're they're not. Okay, like okay. I understand. Are they better point. than the Colts? I think that they're pretty much on par. That's why last week was an improvement because honestly, you had and once again. I mean, we know Colin Cowherd and and how he does all of his things. He was saying, you know, the Colts are oh, the Colts should beat the Browns. You know, it should be by field goal, four points, whatever. Blah blah blah. A lot of people started retweeting that sort of thing that he was doing for his fast five or whatever he does, blazing five. Um, but we went in and we beat the Colts. And they are as good, if not a little bit better than us. 
right now the Steelers are just playing a different ball game than us. And I understand that you want us so bad to be on the level of the Steelers and the Ravens. And I do too. I I do too. I want Baker to be throwing for 500 yards and and Chubb to or I'm sorry, Kareem Hunt to, you know, rush for uh, you know 100 yards and a couple of scores. That'd be awesome. But we're not there yet. And, I want to see that they're progressing to that point though. I think that we, we haven't seen we, that. We saw that last week. No, we, we didn't. We yes. clearly did not because yes. the team we saw last week is nowhere near the team we saw this week and week 1 in two games that you we, needed to show the most progress. They struggled mightily today and they struggled mightily the first week of the year. That sounds like a Hugh Jackson speech is about to come out right now. It, it, <laughs> they struggled very much so against really good opponents. We're not there yet. This is Kevin Stefanski's first year. We have to understand that all of this is 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 starting to come together. Are we going to have some bad moments? Yeah. Are, could we possibly lose to the Raiders or the Bengals? Yeah. I think that that's old Browns though. This is newer Browns. We're not the we're not where we want to be yet, but we're getting there. Did today suck? Absolutely. Today was awful. But, I had no fun. But this team can perform. We've seen this team perform. It just didn't happen today. Okay? Baker can be better. It just didn't happen today. Where is the Baker love meter? Baker love meter. If you know, do, 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 do. Last week, I believe we were at like an eight, eight and a half, you know, which is kind of the standard, you know, for, for the wins. He hasn't blown off any doors or anything like that. Today, it's it's a lot lower. It's it's a lot lower today. I mean, I'm looking at probably like a four or five because it's one of those moments where uh, we, we saw what Case Keenum does. Case Keenum came in the fourth quarter and you know, didn't blow, you know, you know, didn't didn't do anything great. He was five for 10 for like 40 yard, 46 yards and, you know, no, no touchdowns, didn't take any sacks. OK, cool. Whatever. They they're the same guy. That's what we have to you know come to just know is that Baker is case Keenum case Keenum is Baker. You know, it, 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 it sucks. That sucks. Is Baker going to win you a super bowl it, after watching today's performance? Probably not. He he's not at that level yet. Can he make us, you know, get to the playoffs? I think so. And then once again, what happens in the playoffs? Anything can happen in the playoffs. You just got to get there. And right now, you just, we can go six and two going into the bye week, and we would that I, I would have taken that at the beginning of the year. If if you told me going into the bye week with our only two losses are against to better teams, I would have taken that. If you tell me that we're six and two and we didn't come even close to winning, <laughs> that, and that's fair, that, to, that's to fair. come yeah. even, anywhere even close sure. on the road to those got destroyed, got yeah. destroyed on those road games that are key in your progress and how you play in those atmospheres sure. based on how they've done in the past. Today would indicate same old Browns. You know, it's the same team that when they came back in 1999 and that game was at home, got their doors blown off, only able to score seven points. You have lost these games 76 to 13. Yeah. A team that we were, we, and 
I, in one way, rightfully so, giving them so much praise for scoring over 30 points for the four games in a row for so long. And he thought maybe, maybe that first game really was, you know, it's the first game. They didn't have any preseason. It's sure. Kevin Savant. Like there was that built-in excuse meter or that's fair or excuse level that you could that you could make. Especially seeing the difference between week one and week two. Yeah, something that's a former quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, Bernie Kosar, always says. Anywhere he goes to talk football. You make your most improvement from week one to week two in any sort of NFL season. Yeah. So we thought that that kind of was where they were going, and they only had four days to get back on track. I guess maybe luckily you you go into Baltimore, you get your doors blown off. Wake who's, up call. Who Wake up call. Who's waiting for you? Cincinnati. While they have talent, Joe Burrow looks like the real deal. Mm-hmm. They make they are making those plays as a bottom level NFL team right now that loses them games at the end when they are in it. You know, kind of what we used to do. Oh, well, those moral victories. Guess what, guys? I'm not in it for moral victories anymore. I'm not. Okay. And that's six and two. Yes, you put yourself on a great path. And I'm not going to be like clamoring and pounding this table like I'm upset because we lost these games. But I'm going to make sure people realize that. To take that, if they end up six and two at the bye week, don't want to look too far ahead. But if they're able to get to five and three, six and two at the bye week, mm-hmm. serious look in the mirror in that bye week to now make your adjustments. Have those two weeks to really make adjustments to then be the, what a six and two record would say about you because it feels almost a little deceiving or. Empty. There's just an empty feeling I I have with it. While I love just looking at it in my mind, seeing a picture of six and two with the Browns record next to that helmet logo on any sort of standing, like like my eyes get bright, like I love it. But then reality kind of sets in. It just it continues to have an empty feeling because you're not showing much of anything at all like you're lucky to even score six or seven points there you're lucky you didn't get uh get shut out in either one of these games like that's I agree. that's how bad these games were the way that i want to present this to you okay every team has their kryptonite it's a it's just a fact nobody goes undefeated is the afc north our kryptonite is that AFC, going? the <laughs> afc north oh, our top two guys in this division are our kryptonites i truly 100 percent believe that because i think that you would show up against like a buffalo bills team i think that you could take the bills we took them last year and we had bumbling freddie doing that and, and we took tell my buddy bo that, that's fair. And Josh Allen has been playing like an MVP candidate. Okay. But I think that you can take the Bills. I mean, we we just beat the Colts last week. We're, we're going to have the Texans. I know the Texans suck, but, you know, they they have players. Okay. I think you can put up a they fight. They should have won that game today, by the way. They, they, they should have. They, they really should have. But I think that you can go in and beat a Tennessee. I think Tennessee and the Browns kind of identical, but Ryan Tannehill is a much better quarterback right now than Baker Mayfield. And he's had some years to season because mm-hmm. at a moment in time, a lot of people don't remember this. Ryan Tannehill was God awful. Now he did have Adam Gase as his head coach. So let's, let's be careful with that. And we've seen what Adam Gase does to quarterbacks sorry, outside Sam. of Peyton Manning. Yeah. Sorry, Sam Darnold. <laughs> that, is, that is a rough one uh, there for you. So, uh, and they're, they're getting beat like 24, nothing. Uh, I, 
I, I don't even know who. It doesn't matter. They're awful. They're probably worse than the 0-16 Browns. Would you say the Jets this year? I mean, they're really bad. And I didn't want to go off on that, but... Uh, I don't know. Kessler... Uh, Kaiser, Kaiser, Hogan, Hogan. That's yeah. a really bad team. Yeah, that I, was. Yeah, I mean, it, they might be equal to it. I don't sure. know that they're worse. Yeah, but is there anything worse than zero and sixteen? Is is there a way to you keep losing? <laughs> I, I mean, there's only there's only two teams in history, right, that have gone us, us and the Lions. Oh, yeah, us and the Lions. Like, I believe 07 Lions, 06 Lions. Yeah. I guess just pro- prognosticating in the future, if there's more teams that end up kind of getting in that pool of 0 and 16, yeah. do you think they're do really, like a face off? Do you th- is there like a way? Do you a, think a that bracket? it would be like Hell yeah. feasible we, enough? They, they should do one. I, I would love to see that. Or do you feel like you would just look at that bracket of whatever yeah. that was? And just say, this is a bracket of sucktitude that I don't want any part of, and just throw it in the trash Couldn't, or throw it in the fire. Honestly, that that is the toilet bowl of toilet bowls, that's for sure. That's one. I've never turned down a bracket before, because yeah. we've done Disney brackets. We've, we've, we've done, done a food lot. brackets we've on this show. Lot. We've done so much stuff that we'll get into moving yeah. forward to have some more fun. Mm-hmm. That might be the one and only bracket I would ever turn down in my entire life and as a sports fan. Probably a good one to turn down. But yeah. it, getting getting back to this, our kryptonite is the Ravens and Steelers. I mean, you look at the Ravens kryptonite, it's the Chiefs. That's an easy one. Mm. And then you look at the Steelers, it's probably the Patriots. At, at least whenever Tom Brady was there, it was against the Patriots. And then, you know, the Ravens and the Steelers, you know, they kind of go back and forth, you know, beating each other up. Right now, our kryptonite it just unfortunately for us is in our division okay once again kevin i i understand that that this sucks you know losing this badly what uh, i'm sorry 76 to 13 between was, the yeah. two opponents sucks i was but, out in the cold a long time today i may have deep, uh, my math skills might be that, a little off today they're that, usually pretty good but they yeah. might be a little off today i don't know but that that all being said once again we still got to face them two more times and they are at home for us Okay, I'm I'm saying you got to win one of those to to feel good about yourself, to feel good. You got to win one. But even if you did lose those two, I'm I'm telling you right now. And and, and, I know, I know, I know. But if you look at and we play the schedule game, I love the schedule game. Kevin, not so much. Um, But if you do play the schedule game. Bengals at the Bengals. I, once again, I think you win that game, and then Raiders at home. Let's say you're six and two. Then you have the Texans, Eagles, Jaguars, Titans, then the Ravens. Back to back weeks, you get the Giants and the Jets, and then you finish up with Pittsburgh. I do believe that Week 17 game is probably going to be a play-in game for us. I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. That probably is what it's going to be. Just because of the way that the AFC is right now, there's a lot of stacked teams up top, and then there's like a lot of like bottom feeders. Um, but I, I do believe that is probably a playing game. So you probably do need to win that Steelers game. At that point in time, who knows what the Steelers are going to be at? What, I, I know that you sort of scoffed at it, and, and I know that you don't mean to scoff at it, but losing Devin Bush is like losing... It. 
it's not on par with losing Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs, but it is like, I mean, you're talking a, a huge drop off. I mean, I'm talking Tom Brady to Jameis Winston drop off for that Steelers defense because not only was he the play caller there, he is that go-to dude for that Steelers defense that sets everyone up everywhere, and, and he was just that good. Losing him for the entire year hurts them a lot, but they are 5-0 and and have a pretty damn good cushion right now. Okay, it, it, it is just what it is right now. Here's why I scoff at that with Devin Bush. Not because he isn't a catalyst for that defense and an integral piece. That guy, like the guy yeah, there. That dude. That dude. Uh, what, what were we saying on CBC TV? Mr. Mr. Everything. Mr. Everything. Mr. Everything. Mr. Everything on their, on their defense. Yeah. Per Asian se. Burt. Asian Burt was uh, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it wasn't like Asian or something like that. Like, I, cause I, we'd look like such asses. If it I was. mean, the family, His family was right in front of they us. Didn't, they, they didn't correct us. They didn't correct us. Yeah. I started saying his first name le- a lot less. Yeah, I, as I ga- noticed that as the game went on. <laughs> I noticed I, that. Cause I checked, cause you know, we always check pronunciations for right. doing football games beforehand with like coaches yeah. or media members. We did that with Trinity high school last right. night, but I had the videographer, a student athlete videographer that's you know not able to play right now, who's videotaping yeah. for St. Thomas Aquinas. I asked him, and there was really no reaction to any name, yeah, except like one that may have been his best buddy. But like, <laughs> so then I really was like, "You got to make sure you get this one right, bro." I was like, "We're getting down, we're getting out of crunch time." It was all that we had left was to go ask him. Yeah. But I was like, "I hope it's not like." You know, it, and, and I don't think it was, or else we probably would have heard from the family. You know, it was literally right yeah, in front like, of us. I, that's so. why. That's why. That's why I don't feel as bad. Right. But because they had the opportunity to correct us, so if you didn't, and you're watching back the game on CBC TV, yeah. You only got yourself to blame. You know, like we're we're not from the school. We're, we don't live in the same household as the kid. That's right. Um, but getting back into the back into the Browns uh, and this conversation of Devin Bush, the reason I I guess scoff in a sense is because the reason why the Ravens and the Steelers are our kryptonite is because when they lose that dude, they are still able to you know, kind of bring in that next piece or when they lose maybe a few dudes, yeah. they're able to bring in those next few pieces and kind of right the ship just long enough for those guys to come back, finish strong in the season. And then they make they make a run in the playoffs, yeah. I guess, except for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> right. Is he the next Andy Dalton? I don't know. In the playoffs, we'll see about that. <laughs> Not trying to, you know, I'm just throwing shade everywhere at this point. You know? I'm, no, just, I, I'm just yeah. doing, I'm just trying to pass it anywhere I can to have a little bit of fun. But again, it's those teams, the ones that continue compete for playoffs and Super Bowls every mm-hmm. single year are able to replace that dude and have enough guys to recover just enough, not to 100 percent of yep. what the defense could look like or what that position group could could look like for those teams, but just enough to continue on the right track. And where does that all stem from? Good coaching, correct? Correct. Okay. I believe, and once again, you said that Kevin Stefanski's doing decent. Yes. Okay. I truly do believe we found our coach. 
hundred percent. I believe we found our coach for the next, I don't want to say decade right. or anything like that, but for at least the next like three to four years, I feel comfortable with Kevin Stefanski right now. Now, does I that help? I say that, but that's not a detriment and, to Kevin and, Stefanski. Right. And, and I'm that's just, fair. And that's fair. I'm just giving it time. And, and, and if you want to let it, you know, simmer and, 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 and just let it stew for a little bit, I'm not going to force you to Easy be like cooking references. Cause that has <laughs> learning to cook has not gone well either. Oh, well. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let it meander in my meander, meander in my brain okay. for a while. <laughs> that's, I'm very good thinker, not a good cook. And that's, that's fair. That's fair. I like to eat. So I, yeah, if you're a good cook, I like to, I'll right. take the food. We'll, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that. Um, if you want me to cook you a good meal. Yeah. Hold, hold off. Yeah, hold, hold off on yeah. that. <laughs> um, but once again, I, I feel comfortable with the way that Kevin Stefanski's rolling. I feel pretty comfortable with his player development that he's been doing a lot with. And it, it also helps to have really good coaches around you. Once again, I told you the offseason pickup of offseason pickups here for us was Bill Callahan. You know, yeah. Our offensive line has played amazing, except for a couple of moments here for us, once again, against the Ravens and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. But they've been playing ridiculously well the other four games. And one of those was against a really good defense in the Colts. The player development from Kevin Stefanski gives me hope to know that we will continue on an upward trend. Today was a step back. I'll agree with that. Absolutely. It was a step back, but I don't think just one step back should deter us from what our overall goal is this year. We haven't had a winning season since 2007. Let's start there. Let's start by getting a winning season and going six and two doesn't mean you got a winning season. You could lose the remaining eight games and be screwed. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, we, at one point in time back in 2014, I believe with, with Hoyer and Johnny and it was his rookie year, we went seven and four and we lost our last five games and that sucked. Okay. But I don't think that that's this team. I think that we got way more talent than what than what we had on that team. And I truly do believe that if if we just follow in Kevin Stefanski's you know just mindset and and do everything that he wants us to do, we will be at 9 10 wins. Uh, and 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 hopefully that earns us a playoff berth. If if we win 9 games and don't make the playoffs, would I be upset? Probably. But I would also look at that as a win because because we finally have a winning season. We just need to change this culture around. Today wasn't a good thing because once again we still have our demons of the Ravens and and and, and the Steelers. But I'm telling you, man, it, if we can just turn this season around next year and the years to come could be a lot better for us. And I know next, you know, there's always next year sucks saying, but I feel a lot more comfortable saying next year, we're going to be a lot better off because we have Kevin Stefanski and whoever we pick up in the draft and free agency. 48 minutes into this. Yep. Am I overreaching slightly to the point of thinking, well, four and two could transition into six and two by the break Mm -hmm. and, you know, me wanting more. Am I overreaching for wanting more from what what the team has been instead of taking that slow progression that, you know, actually going through a process like we say we should. Right. Maybe slightly, but I just want people to realize that to just get to the dance and when you can't beat like you can't and it's not even the fact of 
you know, beating them all three times you have to face them because you know if you go into the playoffs and you're going you to have to see it, someone, you're going to have to see one of your kryptonite's going to come up. Yeah. So in order to get those ghosts away, you're going to have to try to start beating them in the regular season, proving to yourself that the progress you're making in other games is amounting to you building step by step, whether this year and beyond into being a continuous Super Bowl contender, which is what the standard should be and should be asked of this team. No matter how bad the organization has been, that is the steps that they need to take to actually get back to relevance. It's the questions of, do you have the right pieces at the key positions, especially the most important position? And if those questions continue to come up, even with a team being six and two at the bye week or maybe going uh, nine and seven, 10 and six, having that winning record and that question is still there, have you now, you know, is there an answer, a quick answer, or are you going to continue down that same path? Or have you now kind of wasted a year and you kind of have to almost take a couple steps back to then bring someone else young into that position moving forward? It's it's those questions kind of looking down the line that I just want people to realize that, yes, four and two is a good six game start, but they have left a lot out there to be desired. And we need to make sure that that is focused on. And we don't just say, well, Baker didn't have an offensive line in front of him today. And he, you know, this happened and this, like, don't go down the excuse train. See the good when it's there. And there is good there. And there is potential there. But also be willing to hold them accountable as they say that they hold each other accountable. And Kevin Stefanski definitely holds himself accountable. I trust that next week they are going to be prepared to get back on the winning track right, and not be the same old Browns where this, uh, you know, snowballs on them, domino effect on them. Like we've seen in the past, just want to make sure that that is the conversation so that it's not just inside the building, but it's out there for fans too, that, you know, there's potential there. Let's not waste it. Don't waste an opportunity to really progress this season by, Beating the teams that you're supposed to beat, not coming anywhere close to the teams that you're trying to build to get to their level over the next few years. And just to wrap it up on my end, and, and you want to try and hit Ohio State here for for a second, or LeBron, or wh- what would you like to hit? I'm gonna hit LeBron, man. You want to hit LeBron? We're, we're okay. gonna hit LeBron. Let, let me just finish up my take here for us. I like where your head's at. I, I do, and, and we got a little hot tonight. You know, we, and, and that's a good thing because it, it shows. And tell people we don't always. And we that do. just, that's that, not a. That that's is not a weekly all, thing. That is natural. That is all natural, baby. That is. That is. Oh. Yeah, that was a little, <laughs> a little dirty on that one. My bad. My bad. Sorry guys. Sorry guys. But it, I mean, and, and and but it's a good thing because we're we're just being honest. We're just being honest because I feel a lot better. It, it does. It, it does feel pretty good. Because my coaching. Thing today didn't go so well either, <laughs> right? But it, once again, I I I, I, <laughs> I I understand that um, that today sucked and and it did. But 
we are slowly but surely we are beating the teams that we need to beat, which is what good teams do. Good teams beat the teams that you should beat and you should be able to compete against the teams that you probably shouldn't beat. And we're still trying to get to that point. Trying to get to that competing. Right. It, we Then beat abs- them. Absolutely. We're, we're trying to get to that point. And I think it's going to come. I, I think it's going to happen this year. Okay. Once again, that playing game, that week 17 matchup against the Steelers, I think that that's going to be the play-in game. And and you got to beat them. And at that mm. point in time, I expect them to beat them then. But it's taken a full year, and that's 11 weeks away, 10 weeks away, whatever it is, to get to that point. But at that point in time, I will expect that. Right now, hold off. To really shut the door on this Browns conversation from today and then just leave all the crap that came yep. from today right here at this table yep. and walk out of here moving on with this season. I think that the reason why it stings more is because we do see potential and it's actually manufactured itself on the field over the last four games and against a quality opponent like the Colts last week. And it goes right back to that within your own division with games that matter even more. While you do have two chances at each team, those games matter a lot moving forward. And you got to be able to get those road games, not just the home game version of it either. So it stings more because of how much potential this team has and should be able to progress. And if we do get to the point of week 17 being a playing game instead of being Will the coach be fired after this? Will they even make it out of Pittsburgh? Which is that's progress. That's typically the conversation. It is. It is. You get to that type of game and you play yourself in, then that confidence in that locker room after a full season really begins to grow. And then it really comes down to playoff time. Anything can happen. Only about five or so minutes left here. And we kind of left last week as the Lakers were blowing doors off the Miami Heat, (laughs) getting their 17th championship and LeBron getting his fourth. And, uh, you know, we saw kind of that score ballooning as we as we left at halftime. Yep. I want to know where you guys stand quickly as we close out. Where do you stand on LeBron's legacy? Will you give him his damn respect (laughs) as he asked last week? Or is there still more to be desired even 17 years in and 35, 36, 35, 35, 35. Yep. I mean, he's played half of his life in the NBA. Like, it's pretty nuts. It's it's pretty crazy. And he's going to be starting year 18 in probably 2021. And he he closed out the finals at the start of a person's typical next NBA season, which so he was playing an entire year. Yeah. They they really have. And that's, it it is extremely impressive. Um, To me personally, and now I only saw the tail end of Jordan. Okay, mm. I believe you did too. I mean, right. we only saw the tail end of Jordan, and then like I had all the VHS tapes of all those games. <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> uh, but I I only saw the tail end of Jordan, so I am going to say that yeah. LeBron to me is the greatest player of all time that I've seen. Right. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of Jordan lovers out there, a lot of Jordan haters too, mm-hmm. a lot a lot of people out there, and you all have your yeah. your hey this happens or this whatever. All that I know is that. 
LeBron has four championships, which is damn good. Mm -hmm. Okay, very damn good. He has four MVPs. That's pretty damn good, too. He's also been to 10 finals. That is almost impossible to do. And not only that, he's done it with three different teams with like, I mean, he's had a billion different head coaches. I mean, we talk about Baker struggling mm. because he's on, you know, head coach number four. He's taking, mm. you know, five different head coaches right. to the dance, whatever. Right. I think, and like, if we're looking at a Mount Rushmore, it, it, he's obviously right there. I think it, if you want to take Jordan over him, okay, fine. Like that's, right. that's fine. All that I know is that by the end of his career, he's going to be number one in points. He's going to be top five in assists. He's going to be top probably five or ten with rebounds and blocks and number one in steals, number one in minutes played, number one games played in not only the regular season and the you know postseason and finals. Uh, what more could you ask for? And he also came in whenever social media, and I know that mm. if you want to count this great, if not, whatever, but he had the most hype of anybody to ever live on the face of the earth to, to try and live up to. And At 16 years old, they were saying that, oh, is he going to be the next Jordan? I saw a clip the other day that ESPN played from ESPN 2 whenever he was mm -hmm. you know, at St. Vincent, St. Mary's, and they were comparing, you know, like, like all of these different guys have one name. You know, it's, it's Magic, it's Jordan, it's Bird, it's, and they were like, can LeBron be that next name? And you're like, hey, he's done it. It, that was at 16 years old. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to say. I mean, the dudes exceeded every expectation, and I think he's still going to get at least one more, which would put him at five and 11, <laughs> 11 appearances. It, who knows? The sky's the limit for this dude. He just keeps getting better. And Genie Bus may break the bank to keep him there, like, and basically pay that that luxury tax. They were that talking Dan about Gilbert getting Wood. Chris Paul, they, 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 which, yeah. hey, go for it. You get Chris Paul, you get Derrick Rose, you get, you know, one of those, yeah. like, just someone that you know LeBron can revitalize them. Yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Peter, where you stand on LeBron's legacy? Because I know that you saw, I know that you were more so in the Jordan era than we are. Oh, definitely. But I think, you know, what Jordan did with the, what, six rings? And, six and six. Know, six yeah. and six. So, which I is impressive. five MVPs too. Five. Yeah, which, yeah. which is impressive. No doubt about mm -hmm. it. But I think if you look at the longevity of LeBron, the fact that he's done it with three different teams, mm -hmm. the fact that when he, when he did it for us... You know, he carried that team. The the mm -hmm. difference that he makes as that one player, mm -hmm. I, I honestly think he's, you know, I hate that he left twice, but I think he's going to, I mean, hurt. I really think he's going to be the, go down as the, as the goat. So, yep. I mean, you guys know where I stand. If, if we were to actually have the Jordan versus LeBron debate and I could go like, I could dig deep. <laughs> right. But I saw something on Facebook recently that kind of harkens to your point and your point, Paulus, of if you think Jordan's number one, you think LeBron's number one, I mean, you got two really good guys to, to yeah, choose one from. One A, one B, if that's to, how it goes. <laughs> to, to choose from there. The, the thing is, the problem is when people say it's Jordan over LeBron, they, they disrespect LeBron. When people say LeBron over Jordan, I try not to do this. Maybe my points get in the way of it sometimes, but when pe some people say LeBron over Jordan, they disrespect what Jordan was and the greatness of Jordan. Of course. I'm going to hearken to the one word that I heard LeBron say post-game last week. Respect. Give him his damn respect. Give Jordan his damn respect. Kareem, Magic, Bill Russell, 
all of the greats throughout history. If you consider your, yourself a basketball fan, you may get the opportunity to have your once-in-a-generation player, but understand where the game came from to allow this certain X-generation player yep. to have the opportunity to play in this league. Don't just, if you if you like Jordan more, don't just discredit LeBron. Just, can we please just, I'm begging everybody right now. I'm going to make a plea right into this camera to close out this podcast. If you are a basketball fan, if you are a sports fan, if you know the history of the NBA, you have these conversations about greatest of all time. Please, can we just make sure that our conversations revolve around recognizing greatness when greatness is there? Jordan, six straight rings in the finals that he attended, 6-0. and LeBron, 10 finals, four rings, year 17, looking like year seven, looking like prime LeBron still. Just please, please, please recognize, acknowledge, and respect greatness when you see it, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, any other sport that you may have these conversations on. I think that's a good way, good plea. Solid, 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 solid wrap up. Solid, yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to be professional out here, you know? I, it was all natural. <laughs> oh, God. That's where we're going to end the podcast right there because the look that I got in the eyes to add to the the wording. Oh, God. Please get me out of here. All right. So, for, for my brother, Nick Paulus, and our producer, extraordinaire, Peter Tellup, thank you all so much for tuning in live to the Big Play stream or here on VTL underscore pod on Twitter. It's our own Twitter page. Or if you're watching the restream, thank you so much for tuning in to the entire show. You can catch us every week at 7 p.m. on all Big Play and VTL Twitter platforms. And you can always catch us throughout the week on Google, Spotify, and Apple. Until next week at 7 p.m., though, I'm here, Kevin Arnold, reminding all of you that don't let anyone ever tell you it's just a game. And I'm going to go home and watch some Marvel to get over the rest of this day, (laughs) the rest of the crap of this day. So we truly love you all, 3,000. We will see you all next week.